everyone, it's Haley Muller with e-commerce strategies that rock by OneLive. Hey, all you cool e-commerce. I am so glad you're here today. We have some interesting content coming up for you, and I'm very excited that we have our first guest ever here on the show, Brett Bernstein, founder and CEO of Gatsby. Brett, how's your day going? Hey, Haley. Uh, it's going okay. How about yours? Pretty good. It's been a busy week, but it's great. So for those of you who don't know, here at OneLive, we connect our clients with the very best e-commerce solutions. Not only do we have great solutions for enterprise-level e-commerce platforms, but we've also vetted and partnered with the smartest apps that really address every need of a successful e-commerce business, which is why we partner with Gatsby, which at the highest level is a tool for connecting with influencers. But Brett, I'd love to turn it over to you and have you tell us about how the platform works. Sure. Um, thanks, Haley. So we built Gatsby. We started it a few years ago, and it's just evolved a ton since 2016 when I started the company. Um, and what it does is it connects into any area of your e-commerce site. So let's say your Klaviyo pop-up uh, or your Refersion sign-up form uh, or your order confirmation page on Shopify. And what it's doing is it's adding a field to customer's Instagram handle, right? So it's allowing you as a merchant to identify which of your consumers are on Instagram and which of them have influence. And then that's how it starts. And then we do more after that, but that's just a quick, quick uh, synopsis there. And it's my understanding that Gatsby is specifically tailored for finding micro influencers. And I think that, you know, we're all very familiar with the value of influencers and how they can be such a powerful marketing tool for your brand. But I'm curious to hear from you why you chose to create a product specifically for micro influencers and then maybe just how we can define those versus influencers. Mm -hmm. Well, to be clear, like it doesn't only have to do with micro influencers. It's just that by the nature of our business, that is the core value proposition. Uh, the reason why I say that is we are capturing Instagram profile data across all your consumers. Some of them have a couple followers. Some of them have millions of followers. Um, looking at one of your clients, can I mention an actual client of yours? Stats. So for example, Zach Brown band in a short window of time, captured a few thousand Instagram profiles from their fans. So on the Zach Brown band website, uh, there's a Clavio pop-up and it asks for two things. It asks for the email address of that site visitor, pretty standard, but then it has an optional mm -hmm. field to ask for Instagram handle and about one third of people across our customer base that use this one third of people will give their Instagram handle when it's optional. And so in this window of time, Zach Brown band identified 3000 plus Instagram handles of their fans, right? And then we score mm -hmm. all of them. So the average audience size amongst those 3000 fans was about 890 followers each, right? But the largest influencer had just short of 700,000 followers, right? And, uh, and the total potential reach of those 3000 fans was close to 3 million people. So in essence, Zach Brown band is finding their consumers who have an influence on Instagram and are able to leverage them for word of mouth, right? So about 10% of the people that Zach Brown band captured in that period of time had what we call a micro influencer following, which is uh, above 1000 followers, I believe in this, in this case study. So that's why it's just, you know, by nature, we're focused on micro influencers and why that is so powerful is 
micro-influencers have a much higher engagement rate than a macro-influencer or a celebrity, right? So when you or I, I'm assuming you're not a macro-influencer or celebrity on Instagram, um, but when you know I have a few hundred followers on Instagram, when I post something, my friends and family, they know me personally, they're engaged in my life, and they will engage with those posts. Um, and so if a brand can identify lots of micro-influencers, they'll get a better, more organic and authentic reach to, to their audience. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it sounds like there's a higher perceived authenticity to content provided by a micro-influencer versus someone with, say, you know, a quarter million followers. Totally. Because it's a more, it's a more targeted, like, you follow people like you, right? And if somebody follows me, yeah. they know me, they're, they're probably similar to me, and they'll probably want to shop at the same places I shop at. And it's just a more authentic reach. And the engagement's higher. So we just did a case study uh, two weeks ago. And this particular, it was actually a charity event uh, put together for COVID-19, uh, raising money for the cause there. And we found that about 39 or 40% of people who they identified as micro-influencers and asked to then share the event with their friends did so. About 40% of people, four in 10 people, who were asked to share did and all they offered them was an extra t-shirt that's awesome and so what else could you know zach brown collective per se what could they do with that data once they've identified their micro influencers or all their influencers yeah, yeah definitely great question so we actually just released a, a blog post the top 20 ways to use this information because it was the number one question we get is great we have all this this intel on our consumers we know which ones which ones have a thousand followers or 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers, what, what's next? And so Gatsby, mm -hmm. we've partnered with lots of different technologies to allow you to send this data to areas you already do marketing, which is great. But the top use case is for this authentic micro-influencer campaign. So a great example is we have a, a large enterprise client that I met with just before COVID um, in person, and we were looking at their data and they said, we want to find out which of our consumers um, bought a particular shoe. This is a shoe company. And the consumers who bought that shoe and have between 1,000 and 10,000 followers, they want to use that cohort of customers to, to do a campaign around this shoe. And so thanks to our integration with Clavio, which was connected to the Shopify store, so Clavio, Shopify, Gatsby, all in one, they were able to, in a matter of a couple of minutes, uh, put together this list of about 1,000 customers and and take a look at who they captured and then send out a, an offer to those 1,000 people to get the word out about that particular campaign. So that's a very common use case is to look at the data on a per campaign basis and, and find those influencers automatically, right? The opposite end mm -hmm. of the spectrum is for a social media manager to spend a lot of time on Instagram scrolling through hashtags and doing manual DMing and manual outreach to try to solicit influencers this is just basically saying, let's look at your customers and ask them automatically. So that's one major use case. I would just imagine that manually finding your influencers would be very time intensive. A lot of small business owners just simply don't have the time or the capacity in any way to, to do that. So it probably saves a lot of time. That is the number one thing. It's amazing how many companies are still using Google spreadsheets to track their outreach to influencers um, or spending tons of money on platforms that allow you to search for influencers, like people that are raising their hands saying, yep, I want to be an influencer. I want X amount of money to post for you. 
like those databases exist and you can go through them, but they're very expensive. And the influencers are influencing people like as a profession and it's the effectiveness naturally goes down. Um, I want to get to a few more examples though of use cases if we have time. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear. Um, so that, that first one I mentioned about the shoe, you know, the, the one-off campaigns, that's a really core use case. The second major core use case I would say is very similar, but it's putting things on autopilot. What you can also do with Gatsby through either our own email platform or with Clavio, which I know you guys partner with, um, is setting on buckets. So you say, let's identify customers and put them into drip campaign buckets based upon influence. So for example, every time you capture a, a customer who has between uh, 500 and 2000 followers, put them into bucket A and that email drip will offer them something to post, right? And then people who have between mm -hmm. 2000 and 10,000 get into bucket B and they're given a slightly different offer to post reflective of their influence. And you can do this all the way up to 50,000 know, followers. Um, so you can automatically create this ongoing influencer campaign that is totally hands-off. In fact, many of your clients at OneLive that use Gatsby do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've, we've used survey tools and things like that to like automatically vet the influencer and automatically give them their incentive. So with our partnership, OneLive and Gatsby, we sit on a one-hour phone call, we put together the strategy, and then we just turn it on for your clients. It's just done. It's turnkey. And people will post about your brand automatically, get their reward automatically, and your clients can focus on other things that they need to deal with. We've loved how quick and easy it is to set up. And with that survey tool, I'm curious, what kind of questions does it ask to qualify an influencer? Mm -hmm. Because at our core, I care a lot about authenticity. I want influencer marketing to be authentic. The number one question, I should say the first question that the survey asks is, have you used our product before? Or how big of a fan are you, right? So in the case of a band, how big of a fan are you? Or in case of an e-commerce merch store, how have you ever used our knives or whatever? And in the event that they're not a big fan or they're not a previous customer, then we just simply ask them to come on back, you know, when they are a customer, when they, you know, they are a big fan. Um, so that that first level of like authenticity is, is there. And then we kind of just validate that they are who they are. They have the right amount of followers. We ask them for their Instagram handle again, just to confirm. Um, but it's it's pretty light touch because what's great about Gatsby is you're starting at already a very important threshold, which is they are a customer. They're on your website. So it's it's you can be pretty confident knowing that they are a true fan of what you're offering. The benefit too is that they already have the product in hand. So once they choose to opt in, they can share the product very quickly from there. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's already in their hands. It's perfect. What are some ways that you can incentivize influencers? Uh, the top ways are actually not, you know, cash because these are not people that are looking to make money off their Instagram feed. You know, a little personal outreach goes a long way, right? When you're, I'm buying things from e-commerce brands, I feel connected to that brand. I'm shopping directly from them for a reason. Like I want to get to know that brand. I want to support that brand or, or that band or that artist. So you don't have to offer much. People are already pretty excited to get a, you know, a, a outreach from a client from a brand they buy from. Mm -hmm. So the most common incentives are things like merch, like I mentioned, the t-shirt the in the case of the charity run or higher discount codes that are exclusive to them. So for most of your clients that one live that are using Gatsby today, they're getting offered a higher discount code on a future purchase. So it's, you know, it's all, it's all very proportional. They, they do something and they're getting this reward, but it's not actually taking money out of the client because they still have to make a purchase to get that, that incentive. 
those are the top ways is either merch, swag, that kind of stuff, or just higher discount codes for future purchases. So very low cost to the merchant and you get a repeat customer. Yeah. And if, if I can, I actually want to mention one more use case that's just emerging. That's, that's pretty cool right. that we're starting to see. Um, so the influencer marketing component is our core bread and butter use case. But then this data, you know, at our core, Gatsby's giving your clients information about their customers, right? And a lot of people, a lot of brands, I should say, are using uh, social ads, right? They're paying for ads on Facebook or Instagram. Building those ad audiences, customers already are uh, uploading a lookalike audience, right? So what's cool is that you, mm -hmm. your brand's one life clients will now have this, this unique information, this unique data set to know which of their customers are influencers. And an influencer has a larger potential for word of mouth, right? So you kind of want more influencers buying your products. Um, assuming you have good products, you want them talking about it to their friends and network. So you can now upload or import, I should say, a lookalike audience. Say, I want to find more people on Facebook or Instagram who look like my influential customers. And that's a new use case emerging as well. I actually had no idea that that was a capability, and I'd imagine that there's so much you can do with that data. Mm -hmm. There's 17 more on this blog post that I can make sure that uh, you and your, your network know about. How can we find the blog post? We'll also link it in the script mm -hmm. here. Uh, on our website, gatsby.ai, and it's just one of the most recent posts. Awesome. Well, we will certainly check out that link. Well, we've loved Gatsby and certainly want to get more of our customers using the product. So, Brett, thank you so much for taking the time today to give us an overview of the product. Thank you, Haley. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. To get Gatsby Live on your store or just to learn more about the product, you can reach out to me at podcast at onelive.com. Stay healthy, everyone, and see you next time.